Well, hey there, sweet peas. Welcome back to Friendless. I'm your pal James, back once again with a brand new interview. This week, my guest is Cal Nguyen, an artist and local ruffian I met last year through our mutual exes. Um, I'm going to be up front right out the gate. This episode is a heavy one. We recorded this right in the heart of some really rough shit. Cal was brave enough to open up about some incredibly hard subject matter, and I have gone back and forth over the last couple of months uh, about releasing it, but I've talked to him, and we've decided that um, we'd both really like everyone to hear, you know, what, what he was going through, what I was going through, and just kind of the whole state of our minds at that time. I also want to say I have included some resources in the show notes um, for some crisis helplines and mental health resources. I continue to really struggle with my personal mental health. And if you are struggling with your depression or your mental health and, you know, having any kind of dangerous ideation, please reach out. People want to help. There are resources out there for you. You are not alone. But with that, consider yourself warned and enjoy my interview with Cal Nguyen here on Friendless. So, uh, so this week on on Friendless, I have a dear friend, uh, someone who I have been trying to become better friends with in recent months. Uh, the one, the only, Cal Nguyen. How the fuck are you today? Hey, um, I'm okay. Um, you know, ups and downs, as life always is. Um, lately, more downs, but we're getting there. We're slowly working. We're slowly trying to get back. Yes, yes. You know, when uh, as of when we're recording this, I was just seeing Instagram has reminded me that it is the transition into the next uh, astrological phase, whatever it is. I think it's I think it's oh, God, I can't remember now. Um, but it's no longer Virgo season. And so my powers are diminishing, you know, and I can feel it. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, so so. For listeners who may not know you, may not be familiar with you, um, I always love to open these interviews with a very, very blunt question of, Cal, who the hell are you? Good question. Um, well, I'm Cal. Um, not a lot of people know me, and it's probably just due to because like, I am very closed off. I just kind of hold myself to a thing, and I am finding in life that now I cannot fucking do that. I mm. cannot keep everything and I cannot hold everything. So I'm slowly just working on it. I'm slowly just trying to be me, trying to figure out me again. Um, I'm a Leo, but I don't really hold anything to the natural legal standards. I would like, I'm like more like a shy lion more than anything. Um, <laughs> I think the, yeah, I'm like the shy lion. I don't like this attention. I try to just be there, be around. Um, I don't really know what to say about myself. Uh, I, I'm just me. And yeah. I love it. I love it. No, you know, you know, you just tapped on something that I think I've been has been a really ongoing question for myself. Um, because I, I ha am really trying to deconstruct my own uh, sort of cycles and my own patterns and my own, you know, especially like my attachments and, and how I fall into, uh, into attaching. And for a long time, I thought I was avoidant. And then I really realized that actually I'm very anxiously attached and, and it sort of masquerades as avoidant because yeah. of things like needing a lot of downtime and needing a lot of quiet time and stuff like that. But, um, um, you know, and that question that you raised of like, I feel so isolated now, but I recognize that like that's been self-imposed and, and it is it's, and it's fucking no terrible handle it. yeah yeah and so it's... i guess you know i i guess maybe that's where i'd really like to start is like what has um what sort of like been causing you to reflect on these and and like how are you beginning that process of sort of recognizing that stuff and 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 working on it which is a realize a very big question to open with but you know no, it, it's fine <laughs> i i need to get better at talking about it i need to get better at recognizing that i am not alone and i am not by myself just like and i feel like when this comes out everybody's just gonna know everything about me and it's fine that's totally a-okay yeah. with me the things like growing up um i i 
just been conditioned to be on my own and just like be okay by myself and be okay with the struggles within myself. And because of these conditions throughout the whole years of me growing up, up until up until I would say these past seven or eight months, I've never known that I am worthy of the support of other people. And I'm worthy that there are people out there, that there, there are a, a connection, there are a circle that can help me when I can't help myself. And it's these struggles that I fight with pretty much every fucking day that yeah. I battle with myself that to let people in, to let them know the thoughts that are in my head or the things that weigh down on me. And it's shitty and it's so fucking shitty that I am the age of 32 and I'm having to relearn this and I'm having to be okay and try to find like a new me, try to find a new confident me but the th problem is I'm so used to finding the confidence in myself, the finding the mm. struggles and the battles that I've known through all the years of my life by myself. But I, I, I can't, I can't, I've, I've, I've reached my fucking limits within these past like month and a half. I've, so much shit has been thrown my way that I, I can't. And yeah. yesterday, yesterday, yesterday was my fucking lowest day of my life. And I'm sorry, and I'm I'm sorry no, to get really emotional okay. on this podcast. Yeah, please, it's okay. You're totally safe. The thing is, like yesterday was the hardest day of my life ever, and I didn't know what to do, and I completely snapped, and I completely broke down. And for once, I didn't, I I didn't isolate. I didn't, I I I didn't. Like I didn't shut down. And I'm I'm sorry if I talk around in circles. It's a thing I do when I'm okay. I... It's okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank I, you. I do the exact same thing. So like, believe me, it's okay. Yeah. I I broke down. I I just got too overwhelmed, and I I reached out, and all my friends who the boys, they they came and got me. They they came and scooped me up, and they came and got me. And I'm starting to realize that. Yeah, these people and all these people in my life are my friends, and I've always hold them true as my friends. But they're in times of my need, they're actually showing up as my friends. They're mm -hmm. actually being there as my friends, and it's like a new light that I'm seeing, and it's like a new thing that I'm trying to feel like I'm worthy of having yeah. because of all because of all the years of just being alone and years of being told to just. And years of being punished for expressing my wants and needs and feelings out loud. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm learning that, like, I'm I'm not a burden. I'm not, like, I'm not a worry to everybody. Mm -hmm. And the fact that I isolate makes me a burden. It makes me a worry to people. Mm -hmm. And it's these struggles that I'm finding hard to balance in my head. There's, there's times where I just feel like I'm being ripped in half, ripped in two, and I'm beating myself up for it. Yeah. And then it, and then it, 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 it compounds, like you say, and then it makes everything worse. And then, and then when you finally can connect, it's like, it, it's that much more loaded and you need that much more to unpack. I, 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 you know, listening to you, I, I, I do such a similar thing and I understand that pressure of like, you know, in, inside of me, I get this feeling of, you know, I'm having a hard feeling and I'm having a hard time tolerating it. But because it feels so big within me, I feel like I can't share it with someone because then I'll be a burden. Right. Exactly, and, and exactly. Then if I and if I like if I were to do what my instinct is, which is to hold myself back it just lets that feeling grow and build. And then I become even more lonely and I become even more retracted. Right. And, and, you know, um, I mean, this is really like, this is such a, a heart question of this show of like, how do we not only show up for each other as friends, but how do we show up to being a friend to ourselves? And sometimes being a friend to yourself is making yourself go see someone else. 
you know so yeah. it's like it's like it's like i don't like the term tough love but it's like it's sort of like it's forcing yourself into what you think is a discomfort but is actually a comfort you know is to build a connection and to feel the like the like almost like magnet of another body near you and those kinds of things right that's the whole thing it's like i'm learning about connection i'm learning about support and i'm learning about having community and having people around that just care and it's within this support and community that it's like it's a struggle it's a fucking mm. struggle yeah. and like august and september have just been really fucking shitty for me and i i'll be honest i'm fucking tired of it i'm tired of it being yeah. shitty yeah. and it's i thought i could do it on my own and i thought i could resort to my old habits and the old things that i thought were right to me but it's not working it's not working and i'm trying so hard i'm trying so fucking hard to branch out to extend the load to these people that have the space for my load so that i don't have to take the load myself and it's within these feelings that i'm learning that once again that i'm worthy that i deserve these things yeah. it's through the love that people show me that i'm worth it and it's like i sat the thing is like i i've always have always put everyone's knees before mine i will anybody's always down i will be there i will be there for you no matter what but for once for once i need someone to be there for me and people are showing that people are showing that and people are being there for me and it's hard for me to know that and it's hard for me to see that because throughout the years it's like i i haven't had that yeah and it just feels so good it feels so fucking good james it really yeah. does yeah i'm so i'm just so happy to hear that for you genuinely and i i want to say you know like thank i'm you also so really sorry for like crying on here i'm, oh I'm also God, fucking there's... sorry to cry on here i know i, I know these are these are things crying. these are things that i know that are, are like okay that are just safe but like naturally i just have to fucking apologize all the time yeah 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 no i get it entirely and i i you know i want to say two things really quick before I keep pushing this down the road of like, one is like, thank you so much for like the courage to like, come on and talk with me right in the heat of, of, you know, what's going on with you, you know? And, and, and also like, yeah, no crying rules. And I love, I love crying. Um, I've come to really cherish the emotion. It, uh, you know, someone told me recently that when, when you start to feel yourself well, it's sort of a two-pronged thing. One is that like crying is needed for catharsis. It's needed to move the energy through your body and it's needed to get that energy churning out of you, you know, so that you can get some clarity and, and, and sort of release some stuff. And it's also a really good sign that you're able to cry because it means that your body is coming online, you know, um, um, because you, you can't process when you're offline. You can't process when you're numb, right? Um, you, you have to be able to feel. You have to be able to cry and, and move that stuff. So believe me, this is a, this is a, 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 a free zone for, for just balling out, you know? <laughs> no, I, I know, and I, I've been hearing this from, like, people, and I've been hearing that it's okay for me to cry. That's a, it's a safe place for me to feel the things and express the things I need. But unfortunately, just because of, my upbringing and my growing as a child and yep. as my early adults that I was always told and conditioned to, if I cry and it's going to be shitty to say that I would get beat, I would get punished for crying. I would get, it's not something that I should express. It's not something that unfortunately, as I was told that a boy or a man or whatever should do and it's yeah. through these things that like as a child growing up it's 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 held true and it's only up until recently that 
I'm finding that it's 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 not and I'm I'm really sorry that I'm really so, like I know when this comes out everybody's gonna be hearing everything I'm just I'm really sorry to everybody and I'm really sorry oh, no. to to holding myself to that standard that I know mm. it's a standard that I've known to feel comfortable with and it's really shitty to to say and it's probably shitty for some people to hear from me but i'm i'm trying i'm really trying this time and i'm i'm trying i really am yeah i know i know and i you know i i i um something that's really helped me in my process um especially the last few months but um you know is is recognizing and this is the, I, I don't want this to sound as big as it kind of ends up coming out, but it's like, you know, you're, you're talking about tapping into conditioning that's been there since before you were even verbal, you know, since before you were even really self-aware. And, and so one thing that can be kind of frustrating, but what I take a lot of actually like comfort in and a lot of hope out of is that what has been is done. And, and what could be is still coming. And so you have all your life to address all these, all these patterns and you have all your life going forward to, to continue to reflect on them and adjust them and try, you know? Um, and, and I know for me, I can get really frustrated sometimes because I want to have the epiphany and then be different and it just never be a problem again. Right, you know, and I, I want to just be like, I, I hear you I'm, on that. I'm, right, and it's like I've I've addressed it, and I'm now a different person. But but um, but what actually ends up happening, and what I find to be much more helpful in a lot of cases, is that you address it and you recognize it, and then you keep fucking up, <laughs> you know. Um, but you just yeah. keep trying. You just keep trying. You know, you don't let that be the defeat. You don't let it be like, well, I tried once and now I'll never try again. You just like, you keep, you keep sticking it out. Right. That's, um, that's, you know, that's the thing. Like, it's, it's like, I, I have always been, you know, you fail once you get down. It's about how you pick yourself up every time. And in the past, it's like, I, I failed, I pick myself up. I failed, I pick myself up. And every time I fail, it's harder to pick myself up. It's, it's yes. hard to pick myself up. But the thing is, like, I'm learning that I don't have to be the only one to pick myself up. It's Bingo. other people can help pick me up. And yesterday, and that really, to. that's the thing. They want to. They, and like yesterday, that really showed true. I, I'm just I'm just gonna dump. Fuck it. I'm just gonna dump. Um, yeah, yeah, please. Yesterday I reached a very fucking low, and it was, as I said, it was fucking hard, and I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. And I reached out to my friends, and they came. They came and they got me, mm-hmm. and they took me. And we just, we all fucking cried. We all cried together. And they comforted me. And they told me that, you know, they missed me. That they missed the positive energy. And they missed the smile and and everything that I bring around. And and that felt really good to hear. And it's, it's, it's good to see my friends. And it's good to see people in a new light that I haven't seen before. And like the turning point yesterday was I was, I, I just broke, I broke down. I, I I was shouting, I was screaming, I was crying. I was a complete fucking mess. I apologize to whoever was in the McDonald's or Mania terminal. I'm sorry for the shit show that you saw. I, I, yeah, I'm sorry for the shit show that you saw. Uh, But they, 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 they put their hand on me and they said, Cal, you're not a burden. You're a wonderful person. You bring such joy to our group. 
And that struck me with a newfound feeling of joy, a newfound feeling of reassurance and of safety that just felt good. And it's a feeling that I've, I've lost. It's a feeling that I've lost. And in times of life, it's shined through, but I forgot about that feeling and I I forgot. So this time around, I'm really trying. And as of right now, I feel like I'm down, but I feel like there's a lot of people's hands that are on me that are slowly helping me get back up. And I know it's the time, like, as you were saying, you know, you want to address a problem, get back up, new pro, your new self, that's it, we're done. But the thing is, like, I've been like that in the past where I'm like, fuck, we have to get up, we have to get back up, we have to do this, we have to be okay now, we have to. Mm -hmm. But I'm finding that, I'm finding it hard to not put a time restraint on yourself, and I'm finding it hard to be okay with taking the time you need and taking the extra steps you need to actually be okay, to actually address what's wrong with you, to actually talk about your problems, rather than just hearing it, it, seeing what it is, getting the fuck back up, and moving on. I'm trying so hard, James, this time. I'm really trying. And I know, and people are telling me that they're seeing it, but you know, it's hard to see it within yourself, but I know yes. eventually one day, and I know one day I'm going to look back on this, this, this podcast, and I'm going to hear it, and I'm going to hear the words of my voice, and I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to actually hear that I picked myself up, and I'm hoping that when this, this time, and when this, this place that I'm in right now is over, that I'm going to be proud, I'm going to be proud of the new person that I've become. And I hope that I I can, I hope that I can still what I've learned from everybody else and it's still on everybody else, you know what I mean? Spread the love yeah. that they spread to me. Yeah. Yeah. Whew, Cal, 20 minutes uh, in and you already got me crying. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's beautiful. It's, it's, you know, I, I, I just, I hear so much of what I'm, struggling with in you and i hear so much of the pain that i'm trying to find words for in what you're expressing and i and i'm just like i feel really grateful that you're being so fucking brave and saying it out loud and really expressing that you know and i just um i'm really grateful that you're you're being this courageous you know and it's helping me you know and you know something something i've been working on a lot recently has been um um something you're talking about and, and and how I've been framing it in my mind is um, in the past, I've tried to alter my behaviors with the intention of um, doing it for someone else. Right. You know, usually a partner, right. Where it's like, well, if I change, then I'll get them back. Right. And, and then it'll be fixed and, and then I'll be happy because they'll get what they want. And, and I've tried so hard recently to release that and be like, no, this is for me. This is for me to get well, you know? And, 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 if, and if I'm lucky enough to get to share that wellness with this person, that would be great. And if I'm not, that's still fine, you know? Because I'll be well, and that's what matters, you know? And, and um, very, very recently, I completely dropped the ball on that and, and fucked up real bad and 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 have been kind of paying the price on it um but i'm 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 sort of real re-realigning myself onto that goal again you know of like this is for me and 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 um you know it's 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 hard for me it's so hard not to like make scenarios of like once once i prove myself then i get to be loved you know um, yeah, but no, but I, really I 100% like, get that. Really, it's like, no, you already deserve love, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, um, and like, that's, that's like, that's the shitty part of this. That's the shitty part that, like, finding the self worth and finding that you are worthy of this love and, like, yeah. learning to accept that that's okay for you to take, that's okay for you to have. And that's yeah. the struggle. That's the struggle that I'm having, like, a lot with that Mm -hmm. 
I'm allowed to take what people are having and take what people are giving me. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it's just it's so fucking good, James. It's so fucking good. I want to move into one of the sort of like this is you know this is something we have been sort of talking about already throughout, but I think this this kind of narrows some of the thought of you know one of the core questions uh, behind this show was this question internally of myself, which totally stems from you know a lot of like negative self talk and self loathing and all these things, where I've told myself in the past that I'm not a good friend and I don't deserve friends and I don't deserve to be connected and I don't deserve a community and all these things. And, and as I try, you know, as I try to continually break those cycles, I, I, I talk, you know, I talk to myself and I talk to others about what it means to be a friend. And, and I'm really curious from where you're sitting today, what do you think it means to be a friend? So up until recently, I I thought I had the idea of what a friend is i thought i had the idea of what connection is and what what i thought was right and i'm learning i'm learning day by day that maybe what i thought was right wasn't Mm. and that i'm learning that being a friend is more than just hey how are you or hey let's hang out or just like simple things like that it's it's actually being a fucking friend it's Mm. it's showing up when they need or listening or just just for me it's just be fucking being there you know like for me i don't need a lot and i don't ask for a lot and to me if you just, if I'm, I just, if you're just around or if you're just there, that's good enough to me. That's good enough to me. That's okay. Be my fucking friend. And I remember when, for example, I remember when me and you first met. Mm-hmm. It was, it was at the Arbor. I, yeah, it was at the Arbor and we were on a double date and I am so fucking nervous meeting new people and I am very shy, but I'm not very shy with people that I know. And I'm not very shy with, um, when I get to like in, 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 in my circle or in, in, in a circle that I'm comfortable with. And I remember you got up, you got up and you went outside to smoke and I was sitting at the table with my partner and your partner. And I, I was like, fuck it. I, I'm stepping on my comfort zone. I'm gonna go, and I was like, I'm, "Hey, I was like, hey." I turned to my partner. I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna go smoke," and then because I knew you were going outside to smoke, and I was like, "Okay." And then you were you were really cool at the table, and I was like, "Damn, okay, cool." So I went outside, and it was like through small interactions and through small little chit chats. It wasn't even like anything big. We were just like shit talking, and we were just like gossiping. But like through that, I was like, "Damn, that's that's connection." Like through yeah. small things like that, through small. What I'd say, like to say, is like impacts or like motions mm-hmm. or things that just like trigger a thing, and that's like a huge thing for me. It's like I really love impact, and I really love moments. Impact and moments are the biggest thing to me. The way my brain works is in my head. It's like a constant movie of all my memories and all these little moments with everybody. And that's what I cherish the most. And through my hard times or through my good times, I reflect on these little movie reels or these little things that play in my head. And it's that, that's connection. That's, that's connection. That's what I see for me. And it's what I hold to me. And yeah, that's like when I signed up for this podcast, one of your, one of your questions was what is connection? What is what is it? And when I first signed up, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I was like, oh, this will be just a fun little podcast. I'll be like, I'll just talk a few things. But just thinking on it, thinking on what connection actually means and what it actually feels like, it, it feels good. It feels good when you have a spark and when you have a moment. And it, 
feels good that I can hold on to that as like I would say like a movie reel mm-hmm. or like a little scene in my head that I can play over and over mm-hmm. and yeah that's that's connection and as, as I was saying before that's also what I think of characters yeah you know it, it's funny too like in my mind I I'm somebody who I tell myself I really value like big declarations you know i I, you know speaking of this to sort of use your movie metaphor is that it's like i want the like you've got male moment you know i want the like i open the door and there they are and they're declaring their yada yada but like but what actually genuinely impacts me is not those it is little moments of of sincerity you know um because those those kinds of big declarations they're just as fleeting as little moments and so so you know i'm trying really hard not to like ascribe importance to big gestures and instead to the little things and really celebrate those much much more and 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 sort of almost train my brain to get the dopamine that it needs from little things rather than from these big big dramatic melodramatic moments you know um you know, I've always wanted somebody to fucking John Cusack me on the on the lawn, you know, but like, you know, whatever happens, <laughs> That's right? You know, right? But, uh, and, and, and the, the older I get, the more I realize, I mean, A, like, no one ever will, but that's okay, you know, like, I, cause it's actually not what I need, you know, I'm not 16 anymore. So, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I 100% what you get. And, like, I, I get, like, a big, I'm not, it's not a big thing but like little moments that i treasure are i'm just gonna ramble if that's okay go for it um so just like a few moments that i've like just recently have been playing in my head over and over is especially when i was with my friends yesterday they were talking about how they miss me and how they've enjoyed hanging out with me and things that i may have taken for granted recently is all the fun times that me and the boys have shared, like when we go away on trips, when we are just a band of hooligans together, you know, the whole like classic Saturday, Saturdays for the boys, you know, the Knights of the Round Table kind of thing. (laughs) And we are a bunch of delinquents and we are a bunch of hooligans. They get up to like fucking shenanigans every Saturday. And one of the biggest moments is, that plays in my head a lot is, this one time we went away for a they're probably going to hear this and they're they're going to know exactly and so we went away on a trip to to the island for like a big car tournament and we were staying in this like really shitty hotel it was like run down it was like it it was like the ad said it was five star but like on best it was like two or two and a half shit was bad and we all we i booked my own room and then all my other friends stayed in two rooms just because like i know they're like you know i know they're messy people but like whatever i hope they don't say <laughs> but uh during the night we were like hey let's go we were like oh man like it's like the shitty thing about the island everything shuts down at like eight or nine and you can't do shit after that so if yeah. you need your food you gotta get that shit before eight or nine otherwise you can't get nothing for the end of the night or you're wandering the, the streets of town and you're like oh shit burger king 7-eleven that's all we're eating second slice but, yeah yeah so the thing is like we were like oh we were leaving the lobby we were like hey it's a vending machine and this is a, this is a story of us being delinquents. So we were like, we we're looking at a thing and everything was out of order except the Diet Coke. The Diet Coke was the only thing not our, when we were like, of course, fucking nobody wants Diet Coke. That shit sucks. And we were like, ah, whatever, we're going to put, so we, we're just going to fuck it, say whatever. So we put a dollar in and we pressed the Diet Coke and then it pushes out the Diet Coke. But then the machine still said that we had a, a loony in it. So we were like, what? So we pushed the button again and it just dispensed a Diet Coke. <laughs> and, and we were like, we we're like, oh, I guess we're just going to live on pop for the rest of the night. And then we we're also like, the you know, the little kids in our brains were like, let's see how much fucking Coke we can get out of the machine. So we just stood there yep. pressing the button. All of us were like, next one, next one, next one. And we're like, this is going to be the last one. This is going to be the last one. And at the end of the night, we had like a bag full of like 50 Diet Cokes. <laughs> And then I remember we were all just standing there while, while we were pressing the button, looking over at the front desk, and they're just looking at us. And we were just, I remember one of us just being like, we're just getting pop. But we were standing there for a good 15, 20 minutes, pushing on this fucking button, dispensing all the pop left in the machine. 
So we were like, okay. And then we got back to the, the room and I'm like, boys, no food, but we're drinking pop tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next the next day at like eight a.m. we had to be up for the card tournament, right? So we're like we're not gonna eat we're gonna be hardwired on caffeine the whole night. <laughs> so then it was like through that little moment where we were just got all the coke and we sat back in our in like the room we were sitting in the bed and we were like, this fucking sucks but it's fucking hilarious that we have fifty cokes in this bag right now. Are we gonna drink them all? Absolutely. Are we gonna feel shitty for the tournament tomorrow? Absolutely. Yes. But did we have a blast and did we have fun? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, we did. So you've expressed how you're going through things and you're going through struggles. And. I want to hear, I, I want to hear your struggles. I want to hear what's racking your brain. I want to hear what's troubling you because you gave the space for me to unload and you gave the, the safety for me. And I want to extend that to you. So if you're comfortable with it, yeah, unload, tell me. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, I know that's not really a question, but like, no, it's okay. Yeah, no, you know, I, I, I think I want to be cautious because it's like I think, I think a part of what I str- I'm struggling with is in being con- in connection with someone who I am not sure if I should be or not. You know, um, and and it's it's negotiating how much am I willing to hold um, at at what feels like times at my expense, you know, and to my detriment and um, and the way that makes me behave and then behave poorly and the way that makes them behave and then behave poorly and, and, um, and how much, you know, I, I've been really working on taking accountability from my side and and really addressing my participation in it and and i don't always feel like that's reciprocated and and so it's a lot of negotiating internally of like is that something that i can expect and and if it's not something that can be given is it something that is like a non-negotiable for me you know and so I think a lot of what I'm trying to work through these days is this question of like, you know, I have very clear codependent issues. I have very clear anxious attachment issues. And sometimes I will hear what they say and I'll understand it. And then I'll still want something else when they're telling me that's not what they can give. And, but I still want to be with them in some capacity. And so I tell myself it's okay. And then it's not. And then the cycle restarts you know and um and so i'm i'm trying really hard to get okay with being alone you know and i'm getting i'm trying really hard to be okay with them not being in my life because i don't think that either of us are in a stage in our lives where we can be in each other's lives as much as we both may or may not want to you know i can't speak for them but like but um but there's times when you know they'll they'll say the most like loving engaging and like and like you know um exciting things that like i i want to hear and then they'll take them back you know um and and then it makes me feel even worse right so it's it's this internal negotiation of like how much how much punishment am i willing to take for a relationship that i you know i don't i don't think there's actually a future for you know um and i've been told that they don't think that there's a future either so it's sort of like we're just spinning our wheels you know and um yeah so i think it's big a big a big part of that is is figuring out why i keep betraying myself um to to keep someone in my life that um i don't think actually wants to be in my life (laughs) i i I I want to say I'm I'm sorry that you're going through those struggles and it 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 sounds tough it sounds really tough 
it sounds like you know there's a lot of ups and downs a lot of a lot of push and pull but the and i don't know if this really pertains but the first thing that like came to my mind is well a few things there's always going to be highs and lows in every relationship and in my past relationships i've always have been well not yeah well always have been like i will give myself and everything to that person i will give you all the love and everything you deserve and need and i will sacrifice myself into doing it yeah. and in the past that is what i thought was right that is what i thought being in a relationship yeah. was like i thought that as i said earlier in this podcast that i wasn't worthy that i wasn't deemed you know mm. and it's with that that i thought that was love mm-hmm. i thought that's what was caring so as i was saying relationships have highs and lows and sometimes there's going to be a lot of lows and sometimes sometimes people are going to get angry with each other sometimes people are going to say things and just be mean sometimes you sometimes when you sometimes you're just going to be mean and yeah. you like for me it's okay it's okay that you're mean or you have to be mean and i understand that you have to do or you have to say the things you need to say and and as you were saying before you know you say one thing and then you take it back and you say another thing and that's that's tough james and i'm really sorry and what someone told me was it's not about fixing it it's about starting over and building something stronger mm. and the thing is like what i'm learning is that it's okay to fall many times it's okay to start over you know and you were talking about how you expressed how you and the other said person or maybe not seeing that there's a future with what you guys are doing but i've 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 always been the person to and to like you know be with someone figure out a fucking future set out a future and i learned that that that's not how i actually work yeah that's that's not how that's not how life works you can't plan a future because things are always changing life changes life hits you life throws many curveballs at you and my advice to you james that has you know that i hold true to myself is live in the moment live in the moment mm-hmm. james yeah live day by live day by day because the next day you never know what's going to happen yeah and i'm learning that days will be good times will be good small instances will be good and other times will be bad other times will be low but i'm learning that not every day will be low mhm and i know it's cliche to hold on to the good and i know you can't always hold on to the good but you just got to live in the moment you got to live as i said in that little impact because that's sometimes that's all you got yeah and you know what i mean yeah yeah well and that's you know i really appreciate that and that's you know uh, thank you for the reminder because i think that that's that's one of the places i've been slipping up cuz i've been i accidentally fell back into a loop of what I've heard described as like the escalator, 
you know the 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 it's often uh, often in straight relationships especially it's like the escalator of like well you do this and then this and then this and then this and it follows and then you get the big offense and the babies and the career and the la 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 you know um and and the thing is that i don't want any of that personally you know um that's not a goal of mine and it's not something that i aspire for and and then we get talking sometimes and that's where the conversation leads and it feels exciting because i'm excited about being with this person i'm not actually excited about those things i'm excited about oh that's a chance to you know i mean that's why i got married you know like like yeah. because because i fell into that escalator you know and and i let myself for lack of a better word betray myself and what i actually wanted out of this life because it meant i got to be with the person i thought i wanted to be with you know um, right. i i totally understand and i totally hear what you're saying um in my like past relationship my longest one mm-hmm. um there were definite times where we were together for a really long time uh six seven years like anyway um and we we talked about marriage we talked about um being together forever and like and like we you know i she talked about being married and this is gonna really shitty sounds really shitty if you she hears this but like i i a part of me wanted to get married right and then a part of me didn't want to get married mm-hmm. but i thought that this person was the person and due to my old habits of sacrificing myself for others and for others loves because i didn't deem i as i said earlier that i didn't think i was worthy of it i put that aside and i was like yeah yeah i'll marry you and through chances of life and luck the first time i set it up she said no yeah second time i set it up she said no and then the third time she expressed what she actually really wanted she wanted a big wedding you know everybody Uh. and any everybody and anyone but like prior to that she expressed she wanted you know the like the i don't know if you know the things like they do on robson on valentine's day you just show up sign a little paper oh okay yeah yeah it's like like a city hall like kind of a city yeah, yeah, hall wedding kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. sure. Okay. So like on Robson, there's that little skating rink underneath oh, by yeah, the art okay. gallery. Yeah. So yeah. like on Valentine's, on the little steps where that little eagle statue thing is, though yeah. you could do, you could just show up, queue up, and you can get married, and you sign a little paper, and it says you guys are legally married or whatever, right? Whoa. So I set it up twice. She didn't show up, and hmm. then the third time she wanted a big wedding, but then through life and like that was also like at the start of like covid like Mm. lockdown and that was also like a huge huge moment in my life where i hit a real mental low and it was like through that i learned that maybe maybe our relationship wasn't the best maybe it wasn't the greatest and through other people and as you're talking about the escalator how you you know you do this you do this, you do this and that and you reach the top and then you go back down you know mm-hmm. it's i i myself have a habit of being like yeah i'll do this yeah i'll do that yeah this that i'll try and then i reach the top of the escalator and unfortunately due to old habits that I feel secure or old habits that feel safe to me, I'll go back to the bottom of the escalator and I slip and I fall. But it's okay to slip and fall as long as eventually you get back on that escalator because life is always going to be an escalator. Mm. If you get what I mean, life is always going to be ups and downs and yeah it's you just you just gotta remember to get back on 
you know that that really leads me the the sort of the continuation of the of the of the friendship question is really you know if a friendship is sort of like a one on one thing then the expansion of that is sort of maybe how community is formed you know and that's sort of the deeper uh, you know escalation of of the 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 question um you know because i i i see the term community getting used so much these days and and it's become another one of these terms that's like so almost confusing to me of like what is the intention what is the usage of this word and and i continue to really question what it means to me i i you know i've been saying in recent episodes i i think i have a few bullet points that i'm forming for myself but i've yet to really make a concrete answer yet and and i'm really curious for you you know what does it mean like what does community mean to you and and what does it mean to like show up in community yeah for sure I I am learning what community is. I am learning to have a circle. And at times I forget that circle. And like as of and like as of like yesterday, when I was at my low, I was with the boys from one PM all the way till midnight. Mm. They kept me safe and they kept me surrounded with love from one PM all the way to midnight. And they made sure that, you know, I, I got some food, I was okay, and they walked me through the whole day. And, like, just just another moment in my head that I'm just realizing, when I first met all my friends, um, I don't know if you know that stupid meme where it's, like, me and the boys, where it's, like, Rhino, Vulture, Electro, and, like, Goblin from Spider-Man, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I I I'm gonna sound like a real nerd, but I play cards competitively. Okay, awesome. I'm not gonna say which game because it's like really nerdy. I'm not gonna say which game. Anyway, I love it. Um, so I got I I a friend of mine made these cards of Rhino, Vulture, Electro, and Goblin, and it's like on the title it says me and the boys, right? Amazing. So I had four of them. Yeah. I mean, I technically, them. should be six. Isn't it the Sinister Six? Yeah, yeah, but like for the memes, only the four. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <you> know? Okay. <laughs> so, I I took these cards and I've given them like each and out to the closest boys at the time. And when we do meet up and when we do participate in these like card games, they still have the cards. They still bring oh, them out. Love it. Yeah. And the thing is, like every time we're together, we put them. And we're like me and the boys and yeah. like it's like through like that's community to me you know what i mean yeah. it's like even though it's such a silly little thing it's like it brings it's us together yeah. it, it's a shared thing exactly it brings us together me and the boys and it's like that that's community to me and like as i was saying what i'm learning is i that like when certain individuals or certain support that I need or want can't be there, that there's other support and that there's other needs that can be met from someone else. You know what I mean? And like, I'm learning that. And like in the past, yeah, it may have been shown to me or it may have been done to me and I might've not recognized it then, but I'm really recognizing it now. So I think that's, I, I just rambled, but in whatever that makes sense to me or anybody out there, that's what Fuck community yeah. is to me. Fuck yeah. Sh- shared yeah. moments and just love that just goes around. I feel like I love that story so much. And it, 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 it almost brings up like a little, I think this is one of the like core struggles that I have with with the show with why i'm doing the show with my exploration of myself is that like i sometimes feel like i just don't have that you know like i i um i very recently like kind of fell out with a group of friends um who i they were the people i knew the longest because like we just were it's just no longer tenable for me like with where I'm at in my life and where my like philosophical and emotional needs are, they just were not able to, to 
meet that, you know, and there's like a lot of, there's been a lot of sadness around that and around processing that. And it's made me feel really, really like alone. And it's made me feel really scared because it's like, you know, I'm 36 now. And so it's like, I don't have, it feels like I don't have the time to build another 20 year friendship, you know, I'll be almost 60 by then, you know? And so it's like, it's scary to, to think that like, there's all these really beautiful, intimate uh, moments that I'll just not have access to, you know? Um, And it's so nice to hear these stories, but it also like turns up this sadness in me of like, fuck, you know? And then that makes me think that it's like, you know, it's all my fault, right? You know, it's just, it's my doing. But, um, but I think it swoops back to what you're talking about, about like, about knowing your own needs, you know? And uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That just spun me off. I, I, I going down the cable. <laughs> I, I know. Well, maybe it's not the same type of loneliness, but I'm going through a type of loneliness that I have. I, I would say, I haven't felt since I was like eighteen, mm. and. You can choose to keep this in this part. You can choose to take it out of this podcast. But when I was 18, I left home because I because I wasn't allowed to stay. Mm. And from a very young age, I've always been just on my own and mm. just lonely. And with that, I, I, for a long time when I was younger, I struggled to fill that loneliness. I struggled to realize that I'm not alone and that there are friends. But I think the biggest thing I'm struggling with is, I, I know I said that a lot, this, this conversation, okay. but, um, it's like a different type of loneliness and um, the last month and a half I've lost a lot I've lost so much Mm. and the type of loneliness is coming back Mm -hmm. and the hardest thing is that keeps playing over in my head is I'm, and I'm just rambling now yes. at the end at the end of the day when everybody goes home they go home to something mm-hmm. they go home to something and I'm finding these days that I don't go home to anything and that's hard but i'm trying to keep in mind that yeah i'm lonely right but i'm not alone Mm -hmm. i have to keep telling myself that i'm not alone that there are people out there that there are individuals that love and care about me and I have to remember that just because it's not a blood related loneliness that it doesn't mean it can't be the same but it's hard to replace one and the other you know what I mean yes yep sometimes when 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 you've when you've lost your rock, you know, when you've lost something that's taught you how to love, how to care, how to smile through the darkness, and you're in such a darkness now that it's hard to find another rock to hold you, to show you how to smile. But what I'm learning is through what we're saying about community 
and through connections to friends is that all these people are, are like little pebbles and together as they hold me and I'm learning that they're forming the rock. They're forming the thing that I'm looking for and they're expressing that that's okay. They're expressing that they can be that for me at times and when they can't be there'll be other people that can mm -hmm. so it's okay to not have one rock i'm learning that it's okay not to have one rock mm. when i can have so many pebbles i mean that's how an island's made right yeah, <laughs> yeah. um before I've only got one last question um, to kind of wrap yeah, up for the interview, sure. but um, do you do you have anything else? Do you have anything else you want to throw in? Do you have another question before we we jump to the last thing? Not really a question, more like a statement. Hmm. As I said earlier in this podcast, that I was just jumping on this because it's you know I was like oh you know James fun little podcast I'll jump in talk about some nonsense like whatever right. <laughs> Yeah. But I'm learning that it's it, it, this is this is more than just that for me. This has been a good chance to you know, you said you have the space, you said you created it, right? That you are now also a pebble to me. Hmm. You, you know what I mean? And I thank you and I want to thank you for allowing that and having the capacity to do so and once again being a friend and being part of what i'd like to say is my community and yeah. i appreciate that james thank you so much james you're so welcome cal i you know i um who that hit me really hard out of nowhere um you know you're somebody who we haven't had a, a lot of chances to spend time together but when we have it's always been really important to me you know and i've i've always felt very like the best way i can come up with it is like secret scene by you because like we like we, we you know anytime we hang out i feel like i can always kind of like look over and give you a little grin and like we both know what's up you know and yeah, it yeah. really meant a lot to me you know and um i appreciate um, that thank you you know yeah i just i adore you and i really i really appreciate you you um saying that about 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 me i really feel it and i really yeah i i i it's it, it, the feeling is fundamentally mutual to you so you know thank you yeah, um, of course um the last question is purely um you know i always love to kind of end the interview on a little bit of like a uh actionable thing for listeners um you know w what do you think is one thing that people could try to do this week to um, be a better friend either to themselves or to their community. Yeah, for sure. Um, hug your friends, hug your friends, mm. check in on them. And even though sometimes they say they're fine, they might not be, but just hug them, yeah. hug your friends, hug your friends more, cry with your friends more. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I'm appreciating more of my friends. They hug me. They love me. Yeah. And just, yep. you know, spread the love. Beautiful. Beautiful. Cal Nguyen, you beautiful, beautiful nugget. <laughs> thank you. Thank you thank so you, thank much you. for coming on. You're just the fucking best. And I just, uh, yeah, thank you. I want to thank you one more time just for like the, the courage that it takes to, to speak so vulnerably and so bravely and, and like, and for, yeah, trusting me with that. So, I thank you. And once again, I want to appreciate you for creating the space. And I hope whoever listens to this and just, you know, maybe can take away something I said to help them if they're low or whatever. Or I guess now people know me, Woo! but <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I, I have to be okay with opening up. And your podcast created that space for me in times when, for example, if I've ever met someone in the past and they know nothing of me, 
now they know so many things about me and <laughs> that is a-okay and if anybody wants to talk to me after this you can instagram me or whatever talk about your problems i'm here i have the space maybe maybe checking about that it depends on what my day is but <laughs> <laughs> i i'm around <laughs> And that's it. Thank you one more time to Cal for coming on the show and just being so open and so brave with his stories. I cannot express my gratitude enough and what it meant to me um, just being um, trusted to hold that space with him in that time. Um, as I said before at the start of the show, um, I've included resources for some outreach and some crisis hotlines. Um, if you are struggling with your mental health, if you're having any kind of dangerous or violent ideations, please reach out. Um, it's really uh, hard to record this right now because um, I have to admit, I've been having a really down week. Um, and I've been using some of these resources. <laughs> so um, I guess you could say I am living proof that they work. <laughs> But just please do remember, you are not alone. There are people out there who want to help. And um, all it takes is one phone call or um, just, you know, just reach out. Just please do reach out. It feels kind of tacky to uh, shift into plugging the rest of my, um, you know, content and TikTok and shit. So I'm going to just kind of leave that there. Um I can't thank you enough for making it through to uh, this point in the episode. If you made it here, gold star for you. Um, and I will catch you back here next week. I promise. And um, I can't wait to share the next interview with you. It's an absolute gem. And uh, until then, I hope you have a wonderful week. And um, I hope you remember that you're very, very loved. Fun and safety, sweeties. <laughs>